0: okay i don't know why i'm nervous again because
1: <laughs> you're talking about will smith
0: i know i'm so smith okay <laughs> and like n-y-p-d means i will knock your punk ass down Bring it in, watch- welcome to earth
2: <laughs>
0: welcome to earth
1: Who's the man? Who,
0: who's the man? Big uh, I could have been at a barbecue. Big uh, y'all. Bring it in,
2: why? Give me a pack of tropical fruit licious and some Skittles
0: everybody, welcome to the Fresh Podcast of LA, a Will Smith Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Migdalia Melendez, a.k.a. Miggy Spicy. We are here to talk about and appreciate all things Willard Carroll-Smith. And today we are talking about episode 102 of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which aired on September 17th, 1990. And here with me, I have, again, Tony Sanchez. Hi, everybody. Say hi, Tony. And a new guest. And we have a new guest with us, Tony, one of our very good friends, the ever the ever so amazing Cookie Face. <laughs>
2: that, that, that's not my name.
1: Yes, it is. That's your name. It will always be your name. Yeah, like The uh, Rock.
2: No. Yeah. No, no. I want a cooler name, but okay, whatever. Cookie
0: <laughs> Face is a cool name. That is a, a pretty cool
1: nice. name.
2: I am... Uh... Seven months sober. I haven't been cookie face in a long time. <laughs> Aww. <laughs>
0: uh, hey, Jeza, thank you for joining us today on the Will Smith a podcast. Um, since you're new here, uh, tell us a little bit about your love. I'm like your love of Will Smith, <laughs> or just like why yeah. you agreed to be on this podcast.
1: Besides because being my good was friend.
2: At gunpoint.
0: You are such a liar.
2: <laughs> Terrible. Uh, my favorite Will Smith movie happens to be Hitch.
0: No, no, is- I didn't ask you those questions yet. <laughs> 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 there is an ebb and a flow. I just said why. <laughs> you said yes on this podcast. And, what and you I Will told Smith you because I'm at gunpoint
2: is- right now. If oh this was a video God. podcast, you would see that Sally is holding a gun to my head. So. Oh,
0: my God. I'm done with you. <laughs> All right, we're just going to get to the questions then. All right, Q, who wants to be a millionaire music? What's your favorite Will Smith movie? Five seconds go. Hitch. Five. Oh. you did say that. <laughs> 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 you, you, Talking about Jesser, he will just pick the weirdest, most random thing to pick as his favorite.
2: No, oh, Hitch is a great movie. Hitch
0: is pretty Hitch. awesome. Yeah. Hitch
2: is a great movie.
0: I'm not saying it's not, but like, isn't that strong
2: okay okay it's either so it's between hitch and enemy of the state
0: no you can st- <laughs> just stick to what you believe in and you've always said hitch in the past well,
2: well when i say what i believe in i get freaking ridiculed for it so you know <laughs> so what? Conform, what if my top- conform and be silenced by the people and uh, choose something <laughs> that i <laughs>
0: No, one of Enjoy my top favorite movies is Face Off, okay? And I always get ridiculed for it, but it got me a job, okay? I got a job off of that one time. So you stick well, with it, off, and you first, stick with Face Pass Off and is a
2: good movie. Face Off is a, like I really enjoyed Face Off. It really showed Nicholas Cage's range. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Earth. what's your least favorite Will Smith movie?
2: What was that one with his son where they're like in prehistoric? Is like
0: After Earth.
2: 000. After Earth, yeah, I hated that movie. Garbage movie.
0: <laughs> okay, who's your favorite Fresh Prince character? Oh,
2: probably have to be Carlton. See, Tony, but, see, I'm not saying
1: that but, he's not a good character. I'm just saying no, that there's later, a better character on that show. But later,
2: later Carlton, not current Carlton or like the first few seasons Carlton.
1: Really?
0: Why?
2: Yeah. Um. I don't know where. The, uh, we'll we'll get when we talk about the episode. We'll get. Okay. To that.
0: Okay. Um. What? Where did you see Will Smith first? Or what did you see him in
2: first? Or did you hear his
0: music first? Did you see the show first? Did you see a movie first?
2: It was Fresh Prince first, yeah. It was probably the first Fresh Prince episode that I saw. Um. It was the one where they got pulled over, uh, mm-hmm. and their their dad's friend when they're going to like Palm Springs or something. That was the first episode.
0: Yeah, I think that's actually a season one episode too. I was looking at the at the episode list for season one, and it gets through a lot. Like I didn't yeah, know a- that so many of the key moments and the key episodes were in this season.
2: Yeah, probably that episode.
0: Uh, what's the Will Smith movie that makes you cry the most?
2: No. The one scene in I Am Legend where he has to put the dog down. Oh God. <laughs> oh, that's God, right. Man, I'm answering truthfully. That, I, that, I know. I, I had that. I had that movie on Blu-ray, and I, as soon as I watched it, I gave it away to somebody. To somebody. Else. I'm not ever gonna watch this movie again.
0: And not to bring up like bad memories. Oh my God. I don't even want to bring this up.
2: Cause, but I,
0: I think you're a little bit more removed from it. But we were, we were at the Mission of a party, or maybe it was after that, and you were like. You know your dog had just died, and you said you saw you saw I Am Legend like afterwards for some reason, because you're like a
2: masochist.
0: I don't know why you did that.
2: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it was that movie, but I think it was a different. It was another movie. I think it was like Homeward Bound. But yeah.
0: Oh goodness.
2: Um,
0: what's your like favorite Will Smith line or scene?
2: Um, it's it's actually in I think it's a blooper reel where like he's. He's screaming and he's like crawling on the floor on his knees and he's mm-hmm. going he's like doing that <gasps> that uh that dog yes. dragging thing you know when yes. the dogs like drag he's doing that like throughout the throughout. No, the, uh, that the was stage. that
0: was that was actually Carlton, but I, I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, and or the uh the scene where he's singing um and I'm telling you uh, oh yeah the... either Carlton or is it, I think it was Uncle Phil. Was Uncle Phil.
0: Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay. Uh, so you passed the Will Smith uh, trivia. You didn't get ridiculed too much. Tony, any comments on his decision-making?
1: <laughs> I, I really like Hitch. I like Hitch a lot. Cause there's no, no, we're back to that. No, because seriously, there's not a lot of male-led uh, rom-coms. Rom-coms mm-hmm. tend to be very centered on the female. And it's one of the few that I can really remember being centered on the two male characters as opposed mm-hmm. to you know, a girl looking for love and you know, the hijinks ensue, you know, which of course yeah. that is, that is the core plot, but yeah, I just really like it because it was more like a bro comedy, but mm-hmm. that still managed to be a rom-com. So yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great.
0: Which is fair. I mean, I do have to revisit that film again because I think I just, I briefly watched it and I didn't absorb anything. I'm not a huge Kevin James fan. So that was kind of like a little bit of a turnoff for me Um, to really paying attention to it um, sadly enough because he's really good at comedy and rom-coms so I will I will definitely have to revisit that film again Um, guys what do you you, I'm drinking a little bit of Chardonnay here I know the world is crazy Jezzer had a little bit of a scare and he has this thing where he he freaking just texts me randomly like OMG or uh or like something earth shattering and I get all these heart palpitations bro you got the rona what's happening <laughs> and i wish he would stop doing that
2: <laughs> well wait listen i i waited seven so what had happened was someone at work uh possibly or they had to get tested because they thought that they may have covid 19 or coronavirus and i worked directly with them so we used the same computer we used, like all this all the same stuff and i was like oh shit like i just you know got scared like really scared so we w- I waited seven hours, and then she texted me, like, okay, it was negative. And then once <laughs> I got that phone call, I was just like,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'm glad it was a false alarm then.
0: And at yeah, least it was did- seven hours and not seven days. Like, oh, most people have to wait. wait. Oh, yeah. Well, we're glad you're okay, and I don't know. This uh, this is just all so freaking nuts, everybody. Um, but we're here to kind of just lighten the load and es- have a little escapism for an hour and talk about Fresh Prints. Let's talk about Fresh Prints. Let's do it. All right. So, again, this is episode 102 of the series. Here's a synopsis for the episode called Bang the Drum, Ashley. After Ashley reveals to him that she does not enjoy playing the violin, he takes her to and trades her violin in for a drum set then reveals that he has already hired Ashley, a teacher, by the name of Jazz. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! So this is the uh, the last Fresh of Prince of Bel-Air episode that's going to be directed by Debbie Allen, and it is written by Shannon Goggin. All right, guys, let's, let's get into it. Um, so we open up the episode with the Banks clan prepping for the day. Jeffrey gives aspirin to Uncle Phil as preventative medication, there's construction going on in his office. He says the morning is the only peace and quiet he'll get all day. So, of course, Q will. Lowly saying, I've got the power by snap. <laughs> and I, 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 it's so funny because I'm like, how big is this house? Because <laughs> you hear this entire episode, you hear them so clearly from Ashley's room to the living room. And I don't it's a, think it's a being big that house. Low.
2: Yeah. I, I, it's, it's a really big house. I don't think. think they exaggerated a little bit like you can because you can see the out they all show the outside of the house yeah it looks like like a huge complex like it's a big house i don't know how how loud he's singing or if he's like just singing right outside the living room being an asshole about it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean those i mean if they've got like vaulted ceilings you know like sound carries so i'm not (laughs) at all bothered by that
0: yeah, true. Plus, and then when we see the second floor, it looks like her room is pretty close to the stairs. Mm-hmm. But the the just the layout of this house is is funny, as you know, we'll get into it later seasons when the set practically changes, or like I like mm-hmm. to think they move to a different part of the
1: house.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they ditched that living room like, probably third season.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. Me, it just I don't know. It,
2: it, yeah, it, to
1: me, whenever I think of Fresh Prince, I never think of this set at all. Yeah, really? I think
0: I think it kind of fits because mm-hmm. it's very stuffy in the beginning and we're just being introduced to them. So it's very sure. we're unfamiliar with them and the climate seems kind of cold. And then once they start loosening up and things get a little bit more goofier as the series progresses, like then we have that lighter, brighter set. True, true. Okay, so <laughs> uh, go ahead. Sorry, other.
2: Do you think they intended intended for them to be all super snooty and all that? Like and then they just gave up on it towards the end.
0: That's a good question. Um That's a good question. I I I think so. I think they did intend that. Um in the beginning, because again, you know, they're strangers to each other. Will's a stranger to them, they're a stranger to Will. And then I'm kind of just kinda thinking about the series as it progressed i don't know what are your thoughts tony
1: i mean it could just be as shallow as the fact that home decor like you're talking about 1990 which is really the tail end of the 80s so mm-hmm. to me that set looks more like the cosby show because that was the look it was supposed to be very mm-hmm. heavy you know uh furniture dark fabrics very textured and you know um And then when you got to sort of the 90s and it was a very like minimalist aesthetic, Mm -hmm. I wanna say that once they just went ahead and happened to get a budget where they could just be like, okay, now if you had to go ahead and, you know, build something that one makes sense, you know, for the time, one that looks good, uh, that has to be easier to light. I have to imagine that the huge, bright, you know, open set, you know, that we're gonna be accustomed to seeing has to be easier to just shoot.
2: So oh that, yeah. It's a bigger
1: that, space for sure. Well, not just bigger space, but just the brighter color. Like that has mm-hmm. to be easier, especially when you're talking about a cast of color where mm-hmm. everybody is ranging in skin tones, you know, all the way from like mm-hmm. very light skin, you know, to, you know, Karen Parsons to very dark skin with Jeffrey. Like yeah. I just have to imagine that it had to have just been, uh, an easy fix for a lot of different issues. And then also I, I just think it looks better. I think that the white and bright, uh, you know, open plan, uh, just a much cuter. Yeah. Cause for some reason that dark gloomy one, like in this first season, to me, it doesn't read as California. It reads as, uh, Yankee. It reads like New Mm -hmm. York, Chicago. Uh, it doesn't really read to me as like, Oh, the rich family in, in, um, it's not until actually in this episode where they go to the country club where I'm like, yeah, that looks like California. Totally. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: agreed. And my goal for this podcast is also to talk to, you know, whoever's like still around and kind of alive, <laughs> so Yeah, today. you know, talk to the production designers and some of the writers and, and some of the directors of the episode and try to get them on the show and get, you know, their viewpoint of it and why were um, some of these changes made and character arcs and such and such. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a really good question, Jezzer. Um, so Vivian says it's a great band, which Carlton then Cra- this is so crazy. Carlton then cracks when Crackle and Pop cut a disc and call him. And then Hillary and Carlton just start cackling. Oh. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> oh. And it's it's just <laughs> it's a silly scene. So then Ashley comes in asking who is going to take her. To the tennis lesson, to which Vivian replies that Ashley should check her schedule to see if she actually has tennis lessons that day. Uh, Will is skeptical skeptical about a nine year old having an after school schedule, but I mean, I had one too. But I had the same one as well. It was a TV guide at nine, <laughs> mm. followed by like, what was I going to play on my Sega Genesis?
1: Yeah, which I is- mean, I I had a I mean I sort of had like a schedule but that was because like yeah I, I came from a family that really liked to get us into sports mm-hmm. so, like you know practices and then once I started getting to middle school high school and then it was more like club meetings and you know performance rehearsals and things like that like yeah but especially at nine years old I mean I wasn't really going to music I rest. mean like the, the cat yeah. yeah the
0: caliber of <laughs> things on her schedule yeah it's it's pretty wild tennis violin ballet I mean those are
1: all like big studies education you know yeah lady you know no for real it it is very snooty it is it is extremely extremely snooty because yeah I think that they are at the beginning they really are trying to make the banks as snooty as possible in order to make that juxtaposition between will and them all the more pronounced Mm
0: mm-hmm yeah um so Ashley is actually wrong. It's actually val- violin day and Carlton makes another dadish joke about Ashley showing up to her violin lesson wearing her tennis uniform. Thus the Will Smith what the f meme face is born. <laughs> 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 he does makes that face like what?
1: The first two episodes are so gifable. Like there yeah. I think I I think by this point, yeah, there's at least about four or five different very popular GIFs and memes that I see pop up a lot that have just come out of these first two episodes.
0: No, yeah, for sure. Um then Vivian asks Hillary to take Ashley to her violin lesson and Hillary tries to use pollution as a crutch until so she finally says, <laughs> "I just don't want to do it," okay? <laughs> then walks away. <laughs> she's like i don't want to like contribute to driving around one person and polluting the air which ties into her thing from the first episode (laughs) and then he's like hillary it is a carpool i just don't want to do it okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's adorable
0: she is adorable her one-liners are just she nails it she just nails it uh so surprisingly enough and and again just Again, I don't know if Carlton and Will are actually the same age or if there's a year difference, but uh, Phil volunteers Will since he doesn't have any tours or extracurriculars. I know we're, like, going back and forth about this. And it's actually confirmed in this episode that he's 17 years old. Um, so, Jezzer, if you don't, if, well, you probably didn't listen to the first episode yet because it's didn't air yet. <laughs> we were wondering how old Will actually was because I'm not sure of what season that they graduated in, whether that was three or four.
2: It also depends on how long, how long, or how long the season is, and how long their school year.
1: Right. I mean, I think the point is, is that he definitely does not graduate in season one, and he definitely mm -hmm. does not graduate in season two. it's Just the timeline is just yeah. They're just trying to prolong the whole high school situation as long as possible.
2: Yeah, because I thing when you're doing a like a a show in high school. limited to like four years
0: yeah but what's odd is like they started him at 17 when usually teen shows start you at
1: 15 typically yeah maybe but Will 16. smith is like what six two, six three, already mm-hmm. like 22 years old like there was no way you're going to be able to be like yeah this is my 15 year old nephew <laughs> from philadelphia that was never going to be plausible ever yeah well, here, for how sure. about this
2: but like uh he came from like like from Philadelphia, and probably the the private school system is different than his public school system. Maybe he was a little bit behind. Maybe so maybe he had to uh, be in the same class as Carlton so that uh, he can catch up.
0: That's what I speculate. I speculate that he got left back. and mm. that is yeah. primarily the reason why he was sent out to California.. Um, So anyway, we'll get to that later, because I think he actually starts, they start school in the middle of season one, as I was going through the episode list. Um, We don't see Bel Air Academy till like the seventh or eighth episode, Uh, which is, again, weird if Ashley's going to school, but uh, I don't know. (laughs) So um, Vivian and Ashley are so entertained by Will's antics, they just love everything he says and all his punchlines um so will's driving ashley's carpool to the lesson and the class is freaking terrible and they're playing their violins in the car which wtf come on <laughs>
2: That's hold, hold, on, hold on you skip you skipped the part you skipped. where I ditched a girl like in the middle of the street they didn't even pick her up
1: oh wait did i no it's yeah, on the way this... to the lesson and they're all driving him crazy with the violin playing <laughs> <laughs> I don't know There's how you play a violin. An upright
2: bass or something.
1: Yeah, she's got a cello. Yeah. Oh, that's my instrument. Or it might be a bass. It might, it might be bigger than a cello. It might be an upright bass, yeah. And, yeah, and he they just, just ditched her. He just straight up swerves around her and just keeps on driving. I can't believe I missed that. Oh my Such god. so
0: discriminatory. <laughs> Listen, I am a person with classical music training. I play, you play upright the cello, bass. Didn't
1: you Oh my god. No. I
0: play Well, I play upright bass for jazz and the cello for orchestra. So I I just I hate when like shows and I know it's a comedy. I know guys. Um but I hate when they depict like children as terrible musicians nobody sounds like that. Everyone's out of tune and sharp and flat, and this teacher sucks if they all sound like that.
1: Have you ever heard a <laughs> nine-year-old try to play the violin? Have you ever heard that? I have. It's not pretty. It's
0: not, I have, too. Not. I was in music class since I was eight years old, even though I started well, out with Well, you're probably thinking
2: about how you were like later on in the years, not the very beginning. Um,
0: mm-hmm. excuse me? I was like <laughs> Mozart. I am the prodigal child. I'm Gifted musically, damn it! <laughs> I don't think. Okay. Well, I've never live.
2: heard you play, <laughs> okay. so I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't. You know. Prove that. I don't play <laughs> that, anymore. So. There are
0: videos on YouTube. So. <laughs> bada bing a bada boom. Anyway, this class sucks, and Will's sitting there for about an hour, and at the end of it, Ashley kind of admits that's not what she wants to do, but she just wants to appease her parents. And Will's like, you know, you don't have to be an Uncle Phil. You, we just need an Ashley Banks. Um, so back at the Banks mansion, Jeffrey tries to instigate. He's such an instigator. <laughs> By asking Phil if he thinks there are other stress factors, a.k.a. Will, that are bringing on his migraines. <laughs> and what's kind of funny is, like, Phil's just like, no, it's the incessant banging going on in my office all day. Um, and then, of course, cue some banging and a rim shot coming from upstairs, which Phil goes to investigate and then he bursts into Ashley's room to see her decked out in urban well- wear holding drumsticks and calls for his wife. <laughs> in this scene I I probably missed the part I don't know if he loosened up his tie but it was so distracting how skinny his tie was. It was teeny Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed. I noticed I just noticed these things. But his tie was it was skinnier than a number 2 pencil.
2: Uh, I think the huh. thing that kept distracting me every time that Uncle Bill talked was that a I just kept he- uh, hearing Shredder, like <laughs> 1990s James Avery Shredder from the, the cartoon. And I was like, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> you did send me that last night. I'm like, what are you sending me?
2: It's like, I'm so distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did, you not,
1: did you know that?
0: No, now I, when you said it, yes. But you always send messages with no contacts or, or, or GIFs or something. And we're like, what? <laughs> what you Wait, <laughs> did you just say half GIFs? half the fun is
2: deciphering it.
0: Huh? Yes, GIFs.
2: <laughs> Have the fun is deciphering it.
0: Oh, here we go. I didn't say anything when you said gifts. It's gifts. No, it's not gifts. If it was gifts, GIF. it would have it's, a T in it.
2: That's it's. GIF.
1: Oh my God, McDolly. <laughs> it stands for Graphic Interchange Format, or some Graphic Inter-Something Format. It literally stands for graphic.
2: Actually, it's graphic.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know, Josh. Stop saying my government name, Tony.
1: Well, what else do I call you? I don't understand. (laughs) Your Royal Highness.
2: No, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Can't do that.
1: We did away with the monarchy. I'm so sorry. But anyways.
0: (laughs) Anyways. Speaking of skinny, like Jenny Hubert's waist is so tiny. I was also staring at that for some reason.
1: She's a very Uh, tiny
0: lady very tiny lady if the camera adds 10 pounds i mean i could only imagine um so we learned that will has taken ashley to a pawn shop to trade her violin for a drum set which is <laughs> freaking ballsy as what i don't know what he was thinking and i didn't even think this was cool when i first watched it. i'm like what he just pawned because i have such respect for you know instruments and stuff i wouldn't just be like going and take my violin to a pawn shop those things are expensive that violin was probably three grand. Yeah, but sets are pretty. I
2: see a lot of violins in of places, yeah. pawn shops, though.
1: Yeah,
0: those are cheapy cheaps usually.
1: No, but I think uh, the same thing happens. A lot of people started playing violin when they were kids. And now they got this thing laying around, and it's like, well, I can get at least a hundred dollars out of it because, yeah, they do tend to be. Even your cheapest violin tends to be a, cu- a few hundred dollars. True. I
0: actually forgot I, I played the viola for one year. I still have that laying around. <laughs> um, so, so Phyllis. That's weird. <laughs> is, what? That
2: I play the viola? <laughs> that you have all these random instruments lying around.
0: I know, and I need to play them. Um, so Phil, of course, is furious that Will pawned her violin and says that she would learn to like it, which most parents always say. And then he goes and reminisces about how he wants to play classical music, but that his parents couldn't afford it, so he would stand outside the Philharmonic, hoping to catch a spare note, and then Vivian just <laughs> hits him with the, which wish met him, he was in the James Brown. <laughs> I just love that um so vivian like calms him down saying that ashley gives it a year uh gave it a year so they should let her try something new and what's funny i love watching all these la type things now like you know rush hour and this and other things because now i know why they were so freaked out that he went all the way to east la from (laughs) bel-air it's just like east
1: la (laughs) (laughs) two-hour trip man
0: that's a two-hour trip. It's super, like, sketchy over there <laughs> for a nine-year-old and a 17-year-old to be riding around in, He's you know, nine? whatever car. Yeah, Ashley was nine. It was confirmed in this episode. Um, uh, so, next. And then we finally meet DJ Jazzy Jeff in this episode. woo Woo! Or just jazz. Jazz. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, he just starts walloping on the drums, and I love this. Cause they always like showcase too. how skilled, huh?
2: That whole scene where Will's dancing and Jazzy's playing the drums—that's <laughs> a meme. Like they'll put, they'll put like all the most random like, up, like modern songs to it, and it matches every single time.
0: Oh, really? I haven't seen that.
2: Yeah, every single time, like Will Smith's dancing matches to any any song. Hmm,
0: I'm gonna have to look that up on the YouTube's. Um, so yeah, so we have DJ Jazzy Jeff on the show. So I think we officially have. Our, our main cast members and supporting in, on this show now, episode two. So later on, the Banks Clan, minus Ashley and Will, are having high tea, which is freaking awesome. Um, but it's constantly interrupted by Ashley's. I know, I'm so old. I'm like an 80 year old woman, everybody. <laughs> it's
1: constantly interrupted by a high tea. Like,
0: when we are done this quarantine, I want to throw a tea party with little yeah. tea sandwiches. Done. See, thank you, done and Tony. Done.
2: The High Society
0: Club. The High Society Club. Yes. Oh my God. I'm gonna do so much social things. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Vivian's like sitting there, and you know everyone else is kind of like irritated and just you know beatching around her, and she doesn't want her to disturb the lesson. She's like, this is the only time they could do it. Um, finally, Phil is fed up, and he calls Ashley down to join the family. Will and Jess join them. Everyone sits down uh, to tea, and then he put on some music. So this is like the first time we see Jazz giving Hillary bedroom eyes, which follows the series <laughs> that he grows this, this, this creepy crush on her. Um, yeah, he's very, he very
2: subtle. He's very subtle. It gets really uh, – he amps it up, like, throughout the, throughout the series.
1: He yeah. amps it up, but you Star-top think he's being look. subtle? here he is comparatively because he doesn't really talk to her he's just kind of no. staring at her and there's he a just, gag he just with,
2: opens the yeah eyeglasses yeah there's a gag with out. the
1: eyeglasses and that's it <laughs> and It's that's not it. until the later episodes whenever he's going to start like rolling up with like flowers and you know chocolates yeah. and huge declarations of love
0: Actually,
2: yeah I like jazz, too. he's a he's a fun character
0: He is a fun character. I don't understand why they're all just like... I think there's three or four of them on that one couch. I don't know why they're so scrunched up. Uh, um, That's why I like the the other set better, too, because they added the additional seating. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was very weird. Um, So after that... Uh, Jeffrey snatches silverware out of Jazz's hand When he comments on their weight Because Jazz is a little bit of a grifter (laughs) He's (laughs) like like, Fannies are happy Jeffrey just snatches it back um, and then they'd have this really long shot, like steady shot of Phil just feeling himself in the music. And he's just like, listen to the oboes. <laughs> and then Jazz, when he goes to turn, turn it up, starts scratching on the record. And everyone's like, a- looking horrified. around hard. Yes, they're <laughs> horrified. And then in the next frame, we are introduced to the running gag of Jazz being tossed out of the house. Yes, Aww, it's <laughs> yes.
2: The first one, the very first. <laughs> the one. The very
0: first one is like, ah, this is like the show at his campiest. The way he gets thrown <laughs> out of the house. Uh, it's very Looney Tunes. And I don't, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but it's the same clip. It, that cl- oh. that clip of him being thrown out is the only. Cl- it's always the clip they
2: use. No, I don't think so. I think there's a few different clothes because I, I remember them doing a compilation and he's wearing different clothes.
0: No, he's not. He's wearing different clothes in the house sometimes, but he's always wearing the same shirt and the same pants. Look back. I'm every time, it look again. back. Every time he's going, uh, there's a scene where he's go, about to get thrown out of the house. He's wearing the same exact top and the same exact pants as he does in this episode because obviously. They only did it one time and they're reusing the clip.
2: Maybe uh, I'm gonna check. I'll check later.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I felt seen different ones. I felt like I've seen ones where he's holding stuff too. No, okay.
1: Or yeah, yeah, or things are thrown out with him too sometimes. Yeah. I, I feel like I remember that. Um, but then again, yeah, we'll have to see as the as this podcast goes on. Then we'll have opportunity to actually watch through every single one of these episodes. Oh, no. I'll bet you guys $100 by the end of this. <laughs> that it's just the one shot? Yes. I'll take that. $100. Oh, I'll,
2: take it. Oh my I'll God. take it,
1: too. I'm yep. scared. <laughs> nope, it's on audio. It's a binding It's, new it's new not new one. $100 <laughs> each. It's That's $50 each. No, you said $100. <laughs> you yep, said, you I bet I'm you guys $100. $100. That's a collective you said, five. I bet you $100, and I took the bet. Now, as to whether or not you want to extend the same bet to Jezzer, you can but then you have to split the pot no i don't
2: no it's 100 <laughs> each if we're if, if we're right then we both get a hundred dollars if we're wrong then divided we by, get by two
1: confident, Dalia. divided by two no
0: you i'm 80 years old went. i can't <laughs> trust my memory sometimes no well uh, thank
1: god <laughs> well, we have f- this on recording and we can play yeah. back so that and i know w- the yes. time stamp too For both you and the court system, we're going to be able to play this back so that way we can get a ruling on it. Thank you. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on.
0: So, Vivian and Phil sit down with Will and Ashley, where both of the men argue what's best for Ashley, you know, Mm -hmm. such as such. This still goes on today, anyway. (laughs) Before Vivian steps in and tells Ashley that she doesn't have to please Will or her father because she doesn't like the violin and she also does not like the drums. And guys, the drums is freaking hard, okay? Be impressed by drummers because the hand and foot coordination and... I read music. I can't read drum music. I don't know what the hell they're seeing. So <laughs> drummers, big ups. I don't. I don't know what you're reading. Um. Anyway. What's that movie
2: with Miles Teller.
0: Oh my f- Whiplash. I've lived Whiplash. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah. That that shit's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to learn the drums, but it, it's so hard. Um, so Vivian tells her that she can continue with whatever lesson she wants to continue with. She's so confident in this and given her, you know, her agency. And then Ashley asks her if she means it. And Vivian's like, of course I do. And She's like, okay, well, I want to drop ballet. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, not ballet. Can't you stick with it until Christmas? She's like, mommy, I really don't want to. And they, they, they leave off and we see, we'll see later in the series, I think maybe season two where, you know, Vivian, I guess Janet Huber herself is like an accomplished dancer. I love that episode. Yeah, that one dance
2: class. Mm. Yes. Yeah,
0: that's a great episode. Um. So then Will and Phil are left alone in disbelief and the scene ends as Will says that he blames television for the way children act.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I get it. It's television.
0: (laughs) It's, It's television. And that is the end of the episode. What are your general thoughts on it, guys?
1: I thought it was cute. It was a very, very cute episode. Um, I think they were definitely trying to hit the more family-friendly uh, tone. Yeah. yeah. This one? It definitely felt more like a um, a kid's show.
2: And yeah. not in a bad
1: way. I don't want to say that, like, you know, like I'm dragging it. But it definitely felt like this was, since it is focused more on Ashley, Mm-hmm. You know, she's in the damn, you know, episode title. Uh, you know, it, it definitely, you know, yeah, it's a very kid-friendly show. Mhm.
2: Jezzer. I enjoyed it. I just one thing that I kept thinking about is around that time, the '90s, were there people like that, like the Banks family, that were that stereotypical mm-hmm. bougie ness?
0: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that, totally. Yeah, they're probably like the freaking Hiltons. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know yeah that definitely is especially in the upper east side and, and bel-air and everything like that i mean they still do a lot of those traditions today
2: do they do a lot of episodes like i don't know like prequel episodes in the past of uncle phil and um aunt vivian like, when they were younger because i kind of am interested to see like who uncle phil was before all you know getting into uh, law school and all that like, was because i felt like that that could have been a good story too
1: They definitely get into it in later uh, seasons. There are flashback uh, either segments or uh, in majority of episodes are kind of focused on uh, Phil and Vivian, you know, and especially as they were. And they do talk a lot about, you know, the difference between how they grew up versus how they live now. Um, Mm -hmm. I do recall the one episode where Ashley wants to go to public school because she just does not like the private school that she's attending at all. And she's far more enjoying and she actually starts skipping school going and she actually starts attending a public school without her parents knowing. And there's this whole huge, you know, debate about, you know, uh, between Phil and Viv about whether or not they've kind of done a disservice to their kids by providing them a life that they never had. And then not giving them the positive things that they did have, you know, even though they were definitely from like uh, the inner city and they were definitely not as wealthy when they were younger.
2: Oh, yeah. I I remember you started hearing a little bit more about it when uh, Uncle Phil's mom uh, came to town and stuff to be all disappointed about who he grew up to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he was kind of acting like shameful and he has this whole image now versus who he was before and yeah like Tony said we'll get to explore that background a little bit more um, yeah
1: there are several episodes that focus heavily on that but also mm-hmm. once the show really gets started and they start adding family members there definitely are recurring guest stars where it's like Phil's uh you know uh, not Phil but I'm sorry Will's uh mother uh hey. you know his aunt and also other family members that just kind of pop up here and there because it's you know that's when we actually start learning bit by bit, you know, who they are and where they came from.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Which is that very good episodes. And I like that they explored the
0: background and they explore all these, you know, different issues, uh, you know, dealing with class and um, disparity and like where you came from and who you are now. And I, I just like, and you know, they deal with, they just deal with a lot of issues um, that will come across. I I I like this episode too. I think it wasn't as strong as the pilot episode. I think it's a little bit of a come down. Um and like you said Tony, you know, cuz they focus more on Ashley,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: the 9-year-old character, which is cool. I love Ashley a lot, but I I I don't know. For a second episode, it kind of it kind of was a little bit of more of a come down um from the pilot.
1: It yeah. is a little bit. Yeah. But I don't no, think that's because I'm impressed
2: she made it. Made it that far though. Who? Usually, like the, the younger sisters. Yeah, because usually the younger sisters in like '90s sitcoms, they like happen to just disappear a lot. Like, they yeah, but not to come by back. the
1: second episode. <laughs> 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 like, I'm surprised she made it to the second episode. I'm talking I mean, about.
2: I'm talking about in the lo- the whole the whole series.
1: Yeah, you know? sure, but disappear. I mean, I think had she been any younger, to the point where she wouldn't have been. I think there's like if they had introduced a Nikki character right from the beginning, Nikki wouldn't be there. Like there's a reason why Little Richie on Family Matters just kind of disappears after a while, and the same thing mm-hmm. with, you know, what, what was the little girl? Uh, Laura Winslow's little sister. What was oh, her
2: like? Julie or something? I can't. Remember.
1: Something. I can't remember her name. But yeah, she disappears. She actually
2: somewhere. lives here. She lives where I live. Like she went to my high school or my. College.
1: Oh really. Oh, well, tell her we missed her.
2: Um, But yeah,
1: no, yeah, I think that if they were at a certain age, if Ashley was the character any younger, then yeah. But I think because she's nine years old, where she's definitely old enough to kind of like express her own, um, her own mind and not just be like a catchphrase, sort of like, you know, Yeah, a little
0: plot device.
1: Yeah, she's not an Olsen twin. Like she's her own character. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all that she survived.
0: For sure. I mean, for for her to get her own storyline, she she's not Will Smith. She's not a seasoned actor. Mm-hmm. She is a, a newcomer. For her to get her own storyline in the second episode of a new series is I, would, I don't want to say like groundbreaking, but it's definitely different. And because she gets a lot of her own storylines throughout the series, I think that also helps her longevity. And she and her storylines always you can always relate to them because there's another one where you know, she has a crush on this guy that comes to her birthday party. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, uh, she wants to go from private school to public school, which I actually experienced. There was, I went to Catholic school for the first like six years of my schooling. And then there was a time, I was just buying to go to public school. I was so tired of wearing skirts and uniforms (laughs) and praying outside in the 20 degree weather. Like Mm -hmm. I was begging to go to public school too. So I think she has like a lot of relatable storylines. Um yeah so again it's a not again it's not a strong episode it's a really good episode and there's a lot of good one liners and interactions um but yeah that that's episode 102 i got some trivia for you guys cool a little no, bit of trivia no okay okay ready ready okay. so this is the first appearance of jazz like we said yes. first time he gets thrown out of the house it also marks the first time he has tries to make a move on hillary <laughs> Okay, and you're ready for this one? Give me my $100. The scene where Jazz is thrown out of the house in this episode is the same exact clip used in every Fresh
1: Prince episode. He gets thrown out the front door. Where is your source?
2: Now i want to ask for my source.
1: I'd like to see the source. Yes, I'd like to see the source. And I'd like to conduct my own investigation. Okay, Professor yeah, Sanchez, you guys I want to see it. I'm not giving you $100 just based on your word. I need to see. <laughs> I take so Venmo. you yeah, read
2: yes. those notes. You're the only one that can read those, those notes. Yeah, you could Who knows? Be, maybe you, could you, you wrote that. those notes. We don't exactly.
0: know. You all got phone? my Venmo. Y'all got my Venmo. Send the source. Send me the source. I, Send I, I take the American source. dollars. Don't Send get fancy. Where <laughs> is your source? <laughs> this is one of the few episodes Philip is shown with a shaved beard. Oh. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. In- yeah. Right, because he, uh, he I, I never noticed this. I noticed when people have beards and they shave it, but I never noticed when people don't have beards and then they grow it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And then people are like, "Oh, this
0: person didn't have a beard. Um, I don't. Did he have a mustache?
1: <laughs> God, I feel like I got to go back and watch it again because now I'm like, wait, I maybe my image of 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 uncle phil is like so superimposed on my brain that whenever i do see him i just see a beard with the beard yeah yeah oh wow okay all right i'll have to see that again oh i love this all right keep going okay so wills and phillips lines oh
0: come on uncle phil you gonna ruin my rep and and he says you're only 17 you don't have a rep yet comes from the will smith song parents just don't understand which is one of my My favorite will smith songs Mm. nice so that was, again, episode 102. I'm reading that like a, a 7 out of 10. I think I'm going to go for a 7 out of 10. Um, but it's uh, going through the the episode list again. It's a, it's a very strong season. They have very little duds in this yeah, season.
2: Isn't that I, usually how all first seasons go? You kind of have to hit hard you know, just so you can get that uh, uh, up to the third season.
1: I mean, I feel like you, and we were talking about this on the last uh, episode, me and McDolly talked about how strong the show is from the start, because, you know, I've seen and gone back, especially with all this spare time that I have on my hands now, and I'm rewatching a lot of series, it's like, oh, the first season isn't quite, it's not like, it's not fully baked into what it becomes Known as either the look of the show changes, characters come in and out until it hits its stride. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, Fresh Prince is definitely the exception, where you know everybody is there from the beginning. The concept never changes. You never really have to, with the exception of Janet Hubert making her exit in an, in a later season. I mm-hmm. don't. I wouldn't say that there's a huge significant change to this show between the first season and its last. Yeah, for sure,
0: for sure. I kind of don't want to end it. I want to talk more about the show. (laughs) Wait,
1: on your little prep sheet, you you were gonna ask us if our parents had ever made us uh do something that we didn't want to do. Why are you talking about my prep sheet? Because I prepared. (laughs) Are you ready? You're ready for a story. You got it right. Do it. No, I was was curious because I was thinking that you probably had a story if you wrote something like that. Um. I
0: know that my mom wasn't really pushy about a lot of things um, that she always did want me to be like a pageant girl, like me or my sister, mm-hmm. so I was just like, <laughs> I, shut up. <laughs> so I would always actually watch the Miss uh, Teen USA and the Miss USA pageants every year, mm-hmm. and I always had an interest in it, and you know, she's like, you should be a pageant girl, you can do it, you can do it. So one year I was like, fine, so I'll freaking okay. do it, and That's I like so did well. like the Miss New Jersey pageant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> one,
0: one year and I won best personality because I was really great at my interview uh, but I, I you know I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't really want to do it because it takes a lot of work like I, I did it's not have salt or it's a lot of work I didn't eat salt or sugar for two to three weeks you know I exercised all the time I had to get a bathing suit and a dress and I had to practice and it was just a long weekend but it was a fun you have experience a video of the interview? no it was private <laughs> <laughs> weirdo.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so that's that's the story I can think of right now. What about you guys?
2: Cheser? Oh, um, yeah, my uh, parents watched me play piano. That to do, do what? what? Yeah.
1: I'm sorry, to do what now? Play piano. Oh! oh. Le- learn piano.
2: And it'd be every Thursday, so I'd be going, like, go- throughout the week, I'd be I'll find, and then Wednesday night, I remember that Thursday I have to go to piano practice, and it like it just ruined the whole weekend. You know? I hate <laughs> piano. I hate this. I hate playing the song that I, my sister and I did it together, and she progressed so much further than me, like so quickly. And she so she was playing like all this classical music, and I was playing like hot cross buns like forever, <laughs> for forever. Because I never, because I never practice and. I just I hated it and like I, I didn't have the luxury of like trading trading in my instrument at a pawn shop because like how are you gonna carry a big old piano into a pawn shop or anything like that but yeah I, I hated it but <laughs> looking back on it now if I remembered to like you know how to read read uh, notes and everything and read music mm-hmm. I I would actually liked it if I was playing more contemporary music versus mm-hmm. classical music I think I would enjoy it more but that that wasn't really an option for me, it, the teacher strictly wanted to learn, you know, the basics and then the the classical music. And then I think I still know, like, Mozart's one of the sonatas, but I have to, like, play it every once in a while. So when she I was just going to ask, made, do you
1: still play?
2: Uh, no, I. Well, <laughs> I, I've been trying to relearn it, but my sister took the piano that we had. So, like, I have to go over there, but the Aww. social distancing is yeah. fast. But, uh, oh, yeah, excuses,
0: excuses, Jezzer. If you can buy a whole podcast setup, you can buy a freaking keyboard.
1: Magdalena, you need to take That'll your hundred dollars, buy the dude just a starter keyboard.
2: Well, first off, she's not gonna get the hundred dollars because <laughs> we have not confirmed the whole, the whole thing. Yet, so. Yes, you have. Yes,
0: okay, you well, have.
2: But, yeah, I remember the first time, like, my teacher gave me, she was so tired of me not trying to learn or like just being mm. so lazy about it. She she went out and bought me, like, the Star Wars-themed sheet music. And I, I played <laughs> that, like... <laughs> I played that so much. And she's like, all right, finally, you learned a song. it's like, yeah, you're giving me songs I want to play, you know?
0: I like how you said playing the piano on Wednesdays and Thursdays ruined your entire weekend.
2: <laughs> no, no, Thursdays. It was on Thursdays, but I'd think about it on Wednesday because I hadn't I haven't practiced, like, all week. So I was like, oh, Wednesday, I need to remember what I... Learned on Thursday, so she doesn't think that I was just skipping, not even practicing all week, which I wasn't. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sounds, sounds about Jezzer. Sounds about Jezzer. <laughs> what about you, Tony? Um,
1: my parents never really made me do anything. Like they never said like you have to do this because I want you to do it. Mm-hmm. But they would have this policy where if I did sign up for something, I would have to finish it. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't allowed to miss practices or rehearsals or anything like that. Even if I was like, oh, I don't really feel like it today, you know, because you're a kid and you're just like, oh, school just takes it out of me. I need to go home and just rest because life is so hard. (laughs) And my parents were very, very like, no, you got to go because you wanted to do this and now you're going to do it. So I was lucky in that regard. But as far as like me and my mom and her deciding certain things for like, When I think about, like, her making me do things, I'm thinking of, like, oh, you mean the way she took over my quincea, my sweet 15, and, like, nothing about that was anything that I wanted. It was my mom's sweet 15, essentially. Uh, But as far as, like, weekly lessons as a child, like, no. Like, I would tell them, like, I want to play softball, so then I'd go join, like, my little t-ball league, or I'd go Mm -hmm. to soccer, but then I'm like, I don't want to go to soccer, it's hot out, like...
0: Yeah, that reminds me of One Day at a Time. I don't know if you guys watched that show, but she was like, yeah, yeah, when she was planning her quince and her like, she didn't want anything that they were trying to plan for her. Yeah. Like she didn't want the big frilly dress and all that.
1: Oh, I had two dresses at my quince. Not because I was, I needed two dress kind of person, but because I wanted a certain dress and my mother said no and she got me another dress and then mm-hmm. she felt so bad because I was so depressed about this perfectly wonderful dress and she was like, all right, fine, let's go back and get the first dress. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what happened for, I had two bouquets, I had two dresses, I like everything down the board was just this massive tug of war. Uh, yeah. Well,
2: that's okay, not
1: what I can say. Do you want a quince? Let's throw you a quince.
0: Oh, my God. Your next birthday. Let's throw you a quince. <laughs> yes. Let's throw you a quince. Uh, yeah. Oh, that God. would be so fun. I mean, we threw oh, a prom okay. at Pyromorphicon.
2: Let's do
1: it. Yeah, done. Well,
2: done. I want, done. Like, done, a done. Legit, I want a legit, like, Mexican quinceanera. I did oh,
1: Dude, I will get you the cake where it's the little Ken doll, like up at the top. <laughs> oh my god, the plastic dolls. Yes. <laughs> with the with the knitted, the crocheted yarn. Like no, it was mine wasn't knitted. It was the dress itself was cake, right? So the, oh, the okay. Barbie, the doll. Yes. Was yeah. What and her little skirt was the dress. And then like mm-hmm. there were a certain amount of tears. And I had little like the little uh figurines that were for each one of my little cha- uh my little chamberlains and uh Damas. And, yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh, my God, Jesser, let's do this. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I
0: love it. I love it a lot. I mean, I kind of like that philosophy, though, that your parents had. Where, like, if you wanted to do something, you had to ride it out. Yeah. On, on one hand, it is good discipline. Because you don't want somebody to quit something too early. Because a lot of things take time to get good sure. at. Sure. So you don't want to feel, like, discouraged. But
1: on the other hand, like. But on the other hand, want- stop is on Saturday and I'm not trying to go to the park at 9am on a Saturday when my cartoons are on and I'd rather be (laughs) home with my cartoons. Well, that's not where I was going with that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's not where I was going. I was going like you in your adulthood, like that, that shouldn't be applied to a lot of things like with jobs. And so like, if you're not happy somewhere, I don't think you need to ride it out. I think you should listen to your gut feeling and just quit. Yeah. Um, but I, I do like <laughs> My Saturday morning cartoons that does suck. They had a good Saturday morning lineup.
1: Seriously, oh. don't go to the park at Saturday morning at 9 a.m. to go run around for an hour with kids who don't know how to play soccer. Don't do that. It's miserable. <laughs> don't do it. But anyway, yep.
0: I mean, I wish we had like a real parental view on this. Um, but like, yeah. yeah, like what do you guys think? Like about Will's actions taking like somebody else's kid to go
1: pawn.
0: What could be a four-figure instrument?
1: If I'm okay, we have to remember that Will is still like seven. Is supposed to be like 17, so he's still Tony. Very he's 17 on tiles. the show. Stop thinking
0: about Will Smith the
1: actor. Okay, he's, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. He's supposed to be 17, so he's still a kid. So it's like a kid trying to like be like what he thinks is a positive influence on you know, and ultimately it's harmless. It's like a drum never hurt anybody. Like really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, yeah, I think that if I was a parent, I would just be, I think, frustrated, like, I'm sorry, you traded in my $3,000 violin that I bought for my daughter, go back and get that. But I don't think I'd be so mad about the whole, like, well, your daughter doesn't want to play, you know, the stupid violin, like, okay, like,
0: right. I I know, I feel like if this was full house, like, they would have went to a pawn shop and like bought a carton of cigarettes and it would have been a whole like PSA episode. <laughs> Like, it would have been just so dramatized.
1: Yeah. Like, Michelle would have thrown the violin, like, in the trash compactor or something somehow, and then they just would have hidden out in the basement with Uncle Jesse playing on his drum set.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to get into it. I think we should do a hate on a uh, Full House podcast, but anyway, <laughs> that's what I mean, die is for. I
1: didn't realize, it wasn't until I was an adult where I realized the reason why it's a Full House is because he's a widow. And the wife had just died. And that's why Uncle what? Jesse and Uncle Jesse have just come back to live in the house with the three. What? Kids. Yes. Did, did you just learn that know? as an adult? I, I didn't know that as a kid. I just thought like, oh, they're just all living together in the house. Okay, cool. I didn't realize that from episode one, it's because the mom is dead until I was an adult. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay,
2: um, you guys just Uncle didn't J- want to come Jesse back. Part? Yeah, uncle Jesse part living there is fine, but the whole Joey thing that's kind of creepy.
1: <laughs> Why is that creepy? Why is Jesse not creepy, but Joey is? Because Jesse's Cause it's the his uncle.
2: Yeah, it's his Well
0: then, wait.
1: What is Joey? Is he just a friend?
2: Yes, he's Danny's best friend.
1: Oh, see, what? that's hey. not. His
0: what the? <laughs> I'm not even gonna say anything.
1: <laughs> that's not no. I guess I don't know. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Tony learns things about Full House <laughs> in 2020. I love it.
2: Yeah.
0: Tony, are you still my friend? I'm not laughing at you. Laughing at you have T- Tony? Tony?
2: Tony Where's... has left the conversation. <laughs> Where's Tony? Huh? She really She's got still upset. On that? Yeah, is she still <laughs> in the... the conversation?
1: <laughs> I don't know where she went.
2: Does it still say her name in the sky?
0: Does still say her name? Hold on, guys. Let me see if we can get, to get Tony back on the line. <laughs> Maybe she went <laughs> to watch Full House. <laughs>
2: the uh, first people. episode. Yeah, she's
0: like, wait a minute. She's on, like, YouTube. Hold on. Well, let me call her, because she's supposedly on the call. Can I just end her involvement here? Oh. Can't no, I think I, Wait, is that her? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna text her everybody. Maybe she. No, she didn't text me. Oh, there she is. I can't. I can still hear you guys. We can't hear you, Tony. Hold on. All right, we're gonna call Tony back. So there's gonna be a little split in the audio, guys. All right. Hold on. Oh wait, she hung up. We can add her. Let's see. Let's add her back here. Add. We're calling Tony Sanchez. Who what is that? Cricket. <laughs> oh my god, stop it. <laughs> wow. Um, can all you right. Hear so that? Yes, I can hear that. Everyone can hear that. Um This is not on this call, Tony Two, two, three two to three on this call. Um, this is... Stop it! <laughs> so awkward.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, well, let's just close out the show then. <laughs> uh, Tony will be back <laughs> next time. <laughs> um, thanks, Jezzer, for joining us on the podcast. I hope you had fun and you'll come back on another episode.
2: As soon as you get that gun off my head.
0: <laughs> you have to what?
2: As soon as you take the gun off my head. You know what? You I'm
0: sick eyes. of you. I'm not coming on your King of the Hill <laughs> podcast now.
2: Come um, on. You come would on. enjoy it. I'm, I'm catering all the episodes to individual people. I think you'd enjoy it. Oh, Okay. Oh, I get a catered episode.
0: Um, Yeah, so, Jesser, tell us a little bit more of your, about your King of the Hill podcast and anything else that you're working on.
2: I have a King of the Hill podcast. It's called Narrow Urethra Podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about um, King of the Hill which is an old Fox show that got I think it canceled but it ended 13 seasons in and we connect some of the themes and stories from that show and kind of like make it relevant to what's going on um, now and hopefully the, my goal is to pitch it back to uh, Mike Judge and maybe have them do some sort of revival because there's plenty of stories to tell and I think that um, seeing Hank Hill in today's society and today everything that's going on today would be hilarious see hilarious and you actually have commentary.
0: a you have a connection to mike judge don't you
2: yeah and i i actually there's a character on there um uh dale gribble i reached out to the voice actor and he said that um time permitted he'd be honored to come so yo yeah, he's so got time now be-
0: hit him back up
2: <laughs> he, ain't, <laughs> he ain't doing
0: anything or going anywhere i don't
2: know i i don't know his personal life i don't know what he's doing but uh yeah so that's that's something to look forward to um great yeah
0: great so again that's narrow urethra urethra. Yep, narrow
2: urethra podcast yeah
0: and i i'll drop that in uh social media promotion um when that comes yep. out for this episode uh so again guys thank you the fresh podcast of la is recorded at Red house studios located in los angeles with the exception of Today and probably for the foreseeable future because everyone's quarantined. So apologies for the quality. We all have to record via Skype for now. But it is also produced by Baxter Riley Productions in affiliation with the Illuminati. Special thanks to Jordan Mina and Beat Grounds for the theme music. If you would like to submit listener feedback, you can email us at the Fred, oh, not the Fred, the Fresh Podcast of LA at gmail.com. Again, that's the Fresh Podcast of LA at gmail.com. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay inside. Uh. Bye-bye.